I know that's going to be a big part of an upcoming card is this, this man. What was that? Macho man Randy Savage. You've been so fast you can't even talk about it. Lucky person, yeah, out there somewhere is gonna win a silver cloud. What a lucky, lucky, lucky person. And Tito Santana, if you mm. go to the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship out with the Macho Man Randy Savage and escape with your life and still lose your belt. You are a lucky, lucky, lucky Tito. Yeah, that's what they're gonna be calling you. Cause comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Gaina. I'm talking inevitable, and I'm talking you can't hold that belt with me climbing through the ropes. Gene Okerling right here is a crying towel. And I want you to give that to Tito Santana. Yeah, because things are just popping right now. Things are starting to cultivate. Things are starting to grow. I, I, things are getting real colorful. Oh, look at that roll. Just like the New silver cloud yes. Rolls Royce. I, I'm very Top curious. Top of the line. Wait a minute. Randy. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on hey, this was Sports, man. Come on, now. Hey, bro, you listening to the Sports Desk. You're listening to the Sports Show. New Sports Desk. <clears throat> welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to episode 151 of the Sports Desk. I am your guy, one more time, Dedra L. Higgs Jr., one half of your sportsologist. Now, I'm in studio today, but I'm not in studio with Black. I'll be calling Black in in just a second, but we have one of the more infamous, mm. one of the one of the most outlandish, mm. one of the most introspective sports brains. That I have ever come across in my entire existence. Now, I love this man like a brother. We're dear good friends, but I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I can't stand this man. Your dog? <laughs> I can't stand this man. Ladies and gentlemen, man, your NBA correspondent's back in the building. Smooth, what's going on? What's going on, brother, man? Good to be back, dog. What's up? It's like that, dog. <laughs> How you feeling, man? I'm feeling, good? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good, brother. Great. Great to have you back in studio, man. You know, me and you, we're going to have some conversations, man. We're going to mm -hmm. talk some basketball today. You know, we got to run down. Now, a couple of weeks ago, you know, you hit me up, man, when we was talking NBA 75. We're going to have some conversations about that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to talk about my Lakers and your Warriors. Mm -hmm. Some objections there? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. And we're going to get into some of the things that you've been texting me about. We're going to talk a little James Harden today. Uh, and um, I'm sure there's a topic out there uh, from Scottie Pippen that you uh, might want to give your opinion <laughs> on. And I'm looking forward uh, to that. Uh, but to all our listeners and supporters out there, thank you for joining us one more time. Episode 151 of the Sports Desk. We're getting ready to call Black in in just a second. But before we do that, I do want to get Smooth's opinion on the big news of the day. Now, y'all know what's been going on with Odell Beckham Jr., formerly of the uh, Cleveland Browns. The other day, Odell 
strategically asked for his release by getting his father to put out an 11 minute video of Baker Mayfield missing him wide open, overthrowing him and then getting guys like LeBron James and some of his other celebrity friends to go public and start the hashtag free Odell. Well, I guess it worked. Today, ladies and gentlemen, Odell Beckham Jr. is now a part of the Los Angeles Rams. That is correct. I did not say the Los Angeles Dodgers. I did not say the Los Angeles Clippers. I said the Los Angeles Rams. Odell Beckham Jr. was signed a contract to play there for the remainder of the season. Smooth, just your initial thoughts on this already mm. stacked <clears throat> team out there in L.A., what can Odell really do for this team? Isn't it obvious what he can do, though? I think it is obvious what he can do, especially if you you asking him to be your third or your fourth receiver going against a team's third or fourth DB. Mm. I mean, by God. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? Um, <laughs> I think the Rams have really pushed all their chips to the table. Mm -hmm. And um, if they don't win it this year, if Matt Stafford can't do it with this team, offense and mm -hmm. defense – I don't know what else you need, brother. Mm -hmm. So right now, I think the Rams are the clear-cut favorite in the NFC to get a home a Super Bowl game mm. similar to like the Bucks did last year. I've never seen nothing like this. I, I tried to think in the short amount of time since the news broke. We're recording on this uh, Thursday evening. It's around 7 o'clock. News broke earlier this afternoon. I watched a little sports center to try to get something. And I just was thinking in my lifetime, the only team that I could think really, really, really went for it in, not even in this manner, was probably that Patriots team when they went and got Randy Moss, when Moss was going through all that trouble, and I think I, he was in Oakland or something like that, and they went and grabbed him. And other than that, I mean, you got what Tom Brady did last year, but it don't feel like you feel with Odell and Von Miller and Mary McDonald and... Matt Stafford, this is his first year. It feel like Matt Stafford done been there three years already. The man only been there six games. And Sean McVay and that friend, if, if I'm an NFL player, that, those are the kind of guys I want to play with and play for. Because they going for, oh, Jalen Ramsey just got there last year. I mean, my God, I can't forget about him. So it's like, what, what, what this is, I ain't never seen this. And the league got to investigate the salary cap. <laughs> How Von Miller is on this team, the remaining $30 million on his contract, the Broncos paying it? Not the Rams, the Broncos are paying it. Odell Beckham, what number is he getting? How much is he getting paid? A dollar? Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, McDonald, these boys making 100 plus. Kudos. Hand claps to Sean McVay and the front office of the uh, Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be really, really, really fun uh, to see how that turns out. But we're going to get Black on the phone because he will not stop blowing my phone up <laughs> so he can get in on this action. So um, just a huge day in the National Football League um, for sure. Black. Hello. Black. What's up, man? What's going What's on, up, man? Bro? What's going on? You all right? Yeah, yeah. Everything good, man. Cool, cool. We got Smooth in studio, man. What's up, man? Black, what's happening, bro? Not much, man. What's going on, y'all? All right? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. All right, man. So, we're just really kicking off the show. So, we're just really jumping into the big news of the day. Let's talk a little NFL. Um, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ, is now at Los Angeles Rams. Now, a great uh, prophecy was spoken just a few days ago by one of the, most one of the strongest minds in sports today, me. I said that OBJ 
would end up a Los Angeles Ram a mere four days ago. And by God, Black, by God, what you thinking, man? OBJ to the Rams, how you feeling about it? Um, it Man, like you got to put the Rams up there now as far as, you know, potentially being one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl with the addition of him and then with the addition of Von Miller last week. You know, it's it's crazy what they're doing in in L.A., man. The Rams really uh trying to win it all, man. That's what it looked like. but For sure. They give OBJ, well, the Rams, the OBJ give the Rams that downfield uh, threat that they they really, really need. You know, Cooper Cup is like the underneath guy. He do everything like that. But that big play guy, they got it in Odell. So it's going to be interesting to see how I look on the football field uh, Monday night. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Odell uh, plays. Uh, this coming Monday, I gotta think that he will. He gets an extra day to prepare because they play like they play 49ers on Monday night. So we'll see. Today's yeah. Thursday. We'll really see how they handle the situation uh, uh, with OBJ. But you know, if OBJ is healthy, I gotta think he is step on that field in some type of capacity. But Black, let's just get down to the nitty gritty, man. I mean, should the Los Angeles Rams be on the investigation? <laughs> so, no, nah, man. I'll- so, should they, man? I mean, come on, man. Have you ever seen this? I was just telling Smooth before we called you, the only time I could ever think of a team really pushing their chips to the center of the table, so to speak, is when the Patriots went and got Randy Moss, and I think they had Corey Dillon, and they went and got a couple of guys out there, you know, who had got us some trouble, but they were still in their prime and brought them to New England. In football, so to speak, have you ever seen a team really go for it like these guys are going for it this year? Well, it's just like you said, outside outside of what New England did that year with Randy Moss and those guys, we have never seen this before. So it's 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 new, you know. So I know, <laughs> but these boys want to win. Sean McVay want to win, so he's getting the pieces put around his quarterback man that he need offensively. He's an offensive mind anyway, so you know that he's going to find ways to make this thing work. So I don't think it's a problem with it. I think it's going to be exciting for football. And it's 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 Los Angeles, man. It's the bright lights, the glitter of, of what what happens on the West Coast. So uh, it's a big deal, man, to have Odell Beckham out there. I like it. I don't. I don't. I don't believe it's a problem. They should be under investigation because we really never seen anything like this before in the NFL. Yeah, I don't think they should be under investigation, but they definitely need to have a thirty for thirty on how in the world McVay and these Bulls able to get all these guys uh, under the salary cap. But uh, a couple more things, man, about OBJ. So I said on the show a couple of days ago, this is his last real audition or opportunity, man, to say face in the NFL. I ain't saying Odell has done anything, but this is his third team. And he's tw- I think he's still 27 or 28 years of age on his third team. I mean, it's a lot to say about a receiver who's bouncing around not on his own free will. So if it doesn't work out here in Los Angeles, which I think that it will because he, go- he wants to be there. He didn't want to be in Cleveland. Okay? He didn't want to be there. He didn't mm. want to stay in the cold, dreary. Shout out to anybody from Cleveland who listened to the show. But he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. He wanted to be in a big city, a la where he came from, the New York, uh, from New York, playing with the Giants, and now he's in Los Angeles with the Rams. Black, I said all that to say, do you think this is we're going to get to see the best Odell we've seen yet? <laughs> Man, that's the one question for me. I, I hope we can. Um, I really think. Sean McVay and how he, you know, 
orchestrates this offense is going to really tell what is going to tell what it's going to be. But man, it's a lot of mouths to feed over there. And it's something you say, Odell literally walking the building as the number two receiver, but man, outside of Cooper cup, you know, I was just looking at the, their, the, the next closest receiver to Cooper cup who had, who has over a thousand yards and that's, and that's um Robert Woods and he has like 500 and something. So they need another weapon down the field because the other guys ain't doing as much as uh, Cooper Cup. So I think it's I, I think it's going to look really good. And this is the last chance. But I think Odell will make the best of it, you know, in the second half of the season with the Rams. Yeah, I think he will, too. And I hope he does. I'm an OBJ fan, just like a lot of people. And I hope he goes out there and he thrives. When you look at the Rams schedule, coming off a loss to Tennessee, a shocking loss, uh, uh, I might add you, uh, against the Titans, 28-16. They got the 49ers this coming Monday night. That's a division game. You all know how we all know how division games can go. But then they get an important buy at week 11. Week 11, they get a buy. That's going to be a lot of time for Odell and Stafford and that receiving core to really spend a lot of time to each other before they take that trip to Lambeau Field at 425 on November the 28th. Can we say circle that game? Circle that game. Rams at Packers, November the 28th. That's that Sunday after Thanksgiving. But after that, they do have a pretty tough schedule. They got the Cardinals again on Monday night. They do face the Seahawks. And I think the Seahawks are going to surge with Russ coming back. They're going going to be a tough out. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl or might not even make the playoffs. But that's a tough team that you got to deal with in division. Then they got to go to Minnesota. Then they go to Baltimore. And then they finish off the season with the 49ers. So they don't have a... uh, easy schedule they do have a tough schedule ahead of them to try to close out this season because listen there's only one first round by only one and all of these teams the cowboys the rams the cardinals the packers it's a lot of teams in the nfc trying to get that number one seed i'm starting to look at this schedule and i don't even know if the rams gonna be the number one seed in the nfc am i tripping nah you're not tripping it's a lot of good teams in the uh in the NFC, and you can't you you can't count out Tampa, whose schedule does is but super easy in the second half of the season. And then you know you can't forget about the Cowboys either. So and or the Cardinals, you know. So it's going to be it's going to be real difficult. It's going to come down to a lot of games. It's really going to be nick, nip and tuck, and you know trying to get these wins in the NFC. So it's going to be very important, man. Uh, what the Rams do moving forward, but they got a lot of work to do, man, because. The Cardinals, the the Buccaneers, the, the Cowboys, they all want that same number one seed. But it's going to be very interesting and make for some good football. Absolutely. All right, Black, let's go ahead and move on. One more stop in the National Football League. Cam. Oh, Cam. Cameron Nuon has made his way back to the Carolina Panthers today signing to uh, – huh? Oh, I thought you said something. Cam signing uh, a deal to play for them for the remainder of the season. A $10 million contract, $4.5 million guaranteed. A $1.6 million signing bonus for Cam to come and rejoin his old team where he had so many memories. MVP, Super Bowl appearance. A lot of fun times with Cam in Carolina. Black, how did you feel today looking down at your phone, seeing that of all the teams that give Cameron New an opportunity, it was a team that took him number one overall well over a decade ago. Uh, I'm happy for Cam, man, to be be able to go back home, man, and you know be a part of what the Carolina Panthers trying to do. You know, I wish it, I wish it would have been the Washington Redskins giving him a call, but that didn't happen. So, um, 
Um, but him being back home, I think it's a good look for Cam. I know they're going to get Cam up to speed as, as fast as they can because they need a quarterback. P.J. Walker's not the answer. Sam Donald's hurt. And you couldn't make a move to get Deshaun Watson. So this is really Cam Newton is their best option, and he has to get on the field. But I'm excited to see, you know, what his return home, how to help the Carolina Panthers moving forward. Smooth, what do you think? You've seen Cam a long time yourself. Cam, we've seen him in Carolina. How do you feel? Well, how did how does it make you feel knowing that Cam gets an opportunity to kind of, I don't know, finish out his career going back to the place where he came from? Do you like that story? It's it's definitely a nice story. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as his success, I'm not too sure. Just based on the weapons that the Panthers have, I don't think it's much surrounding him. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for that. 2015 Cam to lead this lead this Panthers to a wild card, you know, uh, uh, position. I don't see that happening this year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a good story. The man got ten million dollars, dog, for ten for, million for eight nine games. Yes, so man. you know, what I'm saying they definitely some home cooking there. So yes. it it is a great story. I'm just very very leery on um, how successful he can be at this stage of his career. Yeah, I just think for me, bottom line, I was happy for him getting opportunity, but I gotta agree with Smooth. I'm just not really sure how much Cam is going to be able to produce for this team, for them to even have a shot to make the playoffs. I mean, these guys started off the season 3-0. and They lost four in a row. They beat Atlanta. Then they lost to New England um, this past week. So they're sitting at uh, three and f- four and five, excuse me. So they're not out of it. They're right there, especially with the NFL giving that extra wild card uh, to the AFC and the NFC. But when you look at their schedule, it's not the roughest they got Arizona coming up this Sunday. I don't know if Cam will be available for that. But then, then after that, they get Washington. They get Miami. They get a bye. Then they get Atlanta. So those are three games right there that Carolina could possibly steal, get those games, and possibly really be in position going into the fourth quarter of the year for a playoff. But then after that, it gets murderer's roll. They go to Buffalo. They got Tampa. They go to at uh, New Orleans. And then they go to... Tampa to close out the season. Talk about a four-game stretch. You got Tampa two out of the last four games of the year. That's going to be tough. But counting out the X's and O's, just happy for Cam. I really didn't like the way New England did them. You know, I just kind of felt like that was another shrewd, cold move by Bill Belichick. But it's business. It's business. So you can't really have too many feelings when you're talking business. But Cam is a staple. I'm pretty sure those people out there in Carolina, those fans out there in Carolina, are going to be overjoyed to see Cam back wearing that number one if he can get it. Because I think it's somebody on the team who has the number one. And um, but he already—I forget who it was—but he already came out to say he's going to give Cam Newton number one. I mean, it's not really like you have an option. Oh uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> to give him, <laughs> to Cam, give him Cam number one. Cam won't look right. Cam won't look right. No, no other number but number one, man. Yeah, so he's going to get that number. <laughs> so I think, you know, overall, just a lot of happy people for Cam Newton getting this opportunity. I really love the video that he dropped on his YouTube channel today, uh, saying he was coming home. I thought that was a dope video. Showed like a lot of highlights when he was in Carolina and 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 making his way back there. Now, all right, all right, Black. So. We're getting ready to transition to the NBA, so I want you to stick around for this, man. We're going to talk a little bit about this Scottie Pippen situation for uh, me and Smooth going on a nice little journey, all right? So, Black, we talked about this on the sports desk. We talked about it on the sports desk, and I was at work on Monday morning, and my phone buzzed, and it was Smooth. And Smooth let me know that he had some comments 
that he would like to get off his chest about Scottie Pippen and all this that he's been saying about Michael Jordan. Now, before we get on, did everybody get a chance to see or get some clips or some snippets of the Good Morning America interview with Scottie? Yeah, sure did. Sure did. Yeah, I wasted my time. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. You say you wasted your time. Okay, good. Now, Black, let's go ahead and let Smooth kind of usher it in because I think a lot of our listeners know how me and you feel um, from listening to Sunday's show when we really kind of gave it, you know, our, our full thoughts. Now, Smooth, let's go ahead and let you get this thing started and me and Black will jump in here. First of all, what are your just initial thoughts, feelings about what Scotty is doing? It is. It irks me to the <laughs> 1,000th degree. Here we go, baby. Because <laughs> the Bulls, the last dance was 1998, right? Yes, sir. This 2021, mm-hmm. we ain't heard a peep from Scotty about any of this. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, the last dance dropped. He felt like he was mis- whatever, misrepresented or anything like that. It, it's just, it's... It's preposterous to say the least. My goodness. And you know, it's 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 a couple of people in my life. You know, I've I've changed. Yes, you know, you the, have. the old me, 2002, 2003. Yes, you have. Anybody could get these hands. <laughs> but now, you know, I'm I'm married. I got kids. I've calmed down. Sure. But it's still a couple of people that if I see your doll, it's on sight. <laughs> and Scotty has risen. Wow. To that number one seat for me, just because I don't understand nothing he talking about. Okay. Nothing. Okay. You, I think you mentioned three things last week on the sports desk. Uh-huh. What, what did you mention again? I forgot. Uh, I mentioned just how he was depicted in the uh, uh, last dance. Um, his value to the team. He went flu game and back his back and all that. So yeah, some points like that. So when they asked Michael Jordan. Well, Michael Jordan said, without me, there'd be no Scotty Pippen, right? Yeah. And I watched the interview Scotty had with Michael Strahan. Yep. He asked him what Michael Jordan beat was without Scotty Pippen. Scotty said, there will be no Scotty Pippen without Michael Jordan. So what are we talking about? Mm. That's my point. What are we talking about? Okay. Scotty's just, again, we, we know he got the book that came out. Sure. So he's trying to promote the book. I mean, he got something crazy going on with his hair. Maybe he, maybe he's trying to get his beautician some shine. I don't know what it is. But I just don't understand why all this is coming from. He talked about how he talked bad about me. Look, the last dance was not just about 1998. If that was the case, it would have been a two-part series versus a ten-part series. Mm-hmm. They started back before the Bulls started winning. Mm-hmm. Then Jordan got there. Then they went through all. They went, they went through every year, mm-hmm. correct? Until 98, until the last dance. Mm-hmm. They talked about Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. his father being murdered. They, they talked about Phil Jackson, how he came up through the coaching ranks. Mm-hmm. They talked about Dennis Rodman getting loose in Vegas. Sure. They talked about they talked about all of the main stars on the team. So how do you just feel like they taking a shot at me? Okay. That's not the case. Okay. Am, am, I, am I missing something? Do, do, do you feel like Scotty? Okay, Scotty wants more credit. Do you feel like watching the Lance Dance that he was not in put in a separate category aside Steve Kerr, Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc? Do you feel like he do? Can you see him feeling like he deserved more shine? No. 
Oh wow! Because to me, Scottie Pippen wasn't all that great to begin with. But that's My a topic. God. That's a topic oh, for wow. another day. Wow! I said it. Wow! Scottie Pippen. Scottie was a great defensive player. One of the greatest defensive players we, we've ever seen in our lifetime. Wow! But if we're talking about like overall, just because we never saw Scottie in that in that light by himself, other than that one season, and he came in third in the MVP voting. Whoop de do! Wow! After that, that next season they were struggling. And that's when Jordan came back. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. Okay, so we never even saw Scotty in that light. So how do we even know he would have been all-time great like that? Let's okay. be honest. Let's, let's be honest about it now. Let's be honest. I feel with that it. part. I feel that part for sure. So, but like, uh, what you got on what school? School? Uh, school? <laughs> Smooth has had to say so far. It's crazy to me, bro, because <laughs> I recently went back and watched the Last Dance myself. Did we kind of? refresh myself and it seemed like everybody smooth is talking about each one of those guys got painted in the negative light when it came to Michael Jordan. First of all, he punched Steve Kerr in the face, mm. negative light. Second of all, uh, Phil Jackson came to him about Dennis Rodman wanting a break and he wanted to give himself a break. Like mm. he was at the point where he was really jealous of D- Dennis Rodman because Dennis Rodman was uh, more popular than him at the time. Mm. And then Scotty, you wanna you wanna paint Scotty as the be this guy who did the wrong thing and didn't do this or didn't do what he was supposed to do and yeah. Scotty get his money and so what are we what are we saying? Everybody that got highlighted, yeah, it was some good things, but it also the majority of it was bad things, making Jordan look like, oh man, Jordan's right. Everybody's just on this train with what Michael Jordan is saying about these guys. But still, man, I don't understand like why we even having this conversation. Scotty was well in his rights for everything he said. Because now, everybody want to look at Michael Jordan in his life like he's just the savior, the God, the gold, everything. No, he's not. He's an asshole. That's what he is. Mm. Goodness, I can't even find <laughs> the button. I'm like, man, this, this is crazy. Nobody, no one can tell me why every one of these people that's move is talking about Steve Kerr, Dennis Rodman, why Michael Jordan painting them in the negative light in the documentary? Why? To make himself look better? To look, make himself look high and mighty? Why is that? Well, well, well I, I'm going to chime in here for a second. So, Scotty, on the GQ article, I read that article, and I agreed with where he was going with it. But I got to keep it real. That Good Morning America interview disgusted me. Mm-hmm. He put on an extreme show. Some of the points he was making while he was on camera was flaw. I got to keep it real. Now, the two things that pissed me off about Scotty that make me... I got off Scotty's bandwagon, by the way. I'm off Scotty's bandwagon. I'm out. I'm out to call with my thumb ball waiting for LeBron to come pick me back up. (laughs) Scotty sat up here on Good Morning America with Michael Strahan and started talking about he wanted to be remembered as the greatest of all time. Oh, man. Yeah, he shouldn't have said that. So I paused the interview. I paused the interview, rewound it, just to make sure that I was not intoxicated or under any type of the influence and went back. So he paused and said he wanted to be remembered as the greatest of all time. So I took that with a grain of salt. But here's the one that really, 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 really pissed me off. So when asking about Jordan and asking about him and Strahan was asking him, you know, would you be yourself or would Michael be? 
Okay, the answer to the question is that neither one of them would have seen the same amount of success without them being teammates. The one thing I don't like, he's totally dismissing Mike. He dismissed him. You can't dismiss him. Now, speak your grievance now. Give your thoughts on whatever it is you want. But he dismissed Mike. He is saying that he is on the same level as Mike. He was never on the same level as Michael. The GQ article didn't depict that. He wanted more credit, which I think Scotty deserves more credit. I think he deserves a little bit more credit than what he's getting, especially in the last dance. When they talked about his contract, his surgery, I didn't think those things need to be in there. But to keep it real, that's a part of the story. It's a part of the story. So it depends how you feel about it. Now, I'm not take, I'm not going back on my takes that I said on Sunday because I was based that on the GQ article. But the Good Morning America article, man, it was a joke, bro. It was a joke. It was a joke, man. I just didn't really like how Scotty played that. And you know what? I got my money back for the book. I ain't even I ain't even read it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I gave my I, I got Apple. I'm not even going. I well, actually I was going to listen to the book. So I, I went ahead and got my money back, man. I'm pretty sure I'll find it in books me for about a hot three dollars. Probably around Christmas time, bro. But that's just how I feel about it. That's why I stand. So, you got anything to add? No, I ain't got nothing to add about Scotty, bro. Like, Scotty, <laughs> if you so happen to hear this, <laughs> come on, at me, bro. We can, we can really sit down and have a talk. But you probably ain't going to like we- anything that I got to say. But I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. You wasn't all that, partner. Sheesh. Man, we got something to talk about, man. Okay. This nigga, this nigga Michael Jordan. I'm tired of this junk here, bro. I'm really tired. But, but, man. but, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Black. Like, wh- wh- what do you mean you tired of Michael? Because I'm Michael hasn't really... I'm just asking. Michael really hasn't said nothing. Well, he ain't said nothing at all. Stephen A and all these other people been coming out for I'm, him. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sick of the notion. Of? No, don't get me wrong. We were all raised in the era of Michael Jordan. We all know uh, Michael Jordan will go down as one of the goats of basketball. Whatever it may be. The greatest all-time calling whatever you may. But we just look at this man... <laughs> Like, like nothing stinks with him, man. Like he, he didn't the stuff that he went through. We just throw that shit by the wayside. But when it comes to other players that we talk about, we have to bring that up every weekend and week out in group tags on on the in, on the. No, I, show. I agree with that. I I, I do. I agree with you on that. I'm I'm standing right beside you on Michael getting a pass for a lot of his shortcomings. A lot of things that he has done that people don't even take into consideration because his greatness on and off the court. That's just the truth, bro. I mean, if you're a Jordan fan or not, if you can really get some tunnel vision and really see that, it's truth. It's truth in it. You don't think so, Smooth? Why not? I, I, I don't I don't see how. How? How so? So, like, so tell me exactly what, what don't you see, Smooth? What don't you see? What a, what a, what, what does he get a pass see? for? His shortcomings. Right. They talk about it all the time when he lost like seven straight years, like four straight years to the Pistons. They talk about that. It was in the last dance. Man, people don't talk. That didn't start coming up and people have conversations until the last dance came out. People don't talk about that. That's correct. People don't talk about it. And it's, and it's, and it's kind of BS because people always bring up certain situations where other players that's considered in the GOAT conversation, they bring all his failures and everything up every single day. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But we don't look. But we don't. We don't hold Mike accountable. All y'all hold Mike accountable, and all y'all lean on with Mike. Oh, he won six rings. Oh, he did this, scoring this, scoring that, averaging thirty three points. What, whatever, whatever it was. We just talk about the greatness. We don't never talk about the failures of Michael Jordan. 
and the conversations need to be had. They get dismissed. I think they that's get, the they, word for it. They, they, they get dismissed. Nobody, no, 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 somebody told me today, oh, man, Mike, Mike, Mike was such a great player. He always make the right pass and do the right thing. And No, he doesn't. He does not make the right shot. Somebody had the nerve to tell me today, Kyrie Irving saved LeBron James Bacon by hitting that shot that he made, but Steve Curtin never saved Michael Jordan Bacon. John Paxson ain't never saved Michael Jordan Bacon. Mm-hmm. What was he doing before Scottie Pippen got there? Nothing. Nobody wants to talk about those things. I mean, so I well, just to understand you, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying about Jordan's what first seven years, five years in the league, or the five or six years in the league. I, I understand that. And when they do talk about it, they talk about it in a way where you are uh, almost kind of feel sorry for Mike and his shortcomings. That's how I come across me. Just you just they make you feel like, oh, you should feel sorry for what he went through before he got to his triumph. Because when he got to that first championship, we already know what happened after that. He just took off and he just took over. But with other players, you don't get that. I mean, I, I won't even use LeBron. Look at Steph Curry. Steph Curry got three rings. But in that finals against LeBron and Kyrie, when they lost 3-1, he gets eviscerated. Steph Curry get eviscerated for what he didn't do in those finals against the Raptors. People said that Steph should have got that ring. They eviscerate Steph. They eviscerate him. That's a part of Steph Curry. Say this man don't got one finals MVP. And he gets a, he, he going to take a beating for that. He going to take a beating. But Michael... His first six years in the league, MVP, <laughs> defensive player of the year, he got all these accolades. That brother was getting sent home in five. In five. And they want, in and four. we don't have the conversation. And they make you feel sorry for Michael. That's just how I feel. They make you feel sorry for him when he got to what he got to. So move you over there, shake your head a lot, like your <laughs> head about to fall off your shoulders. <laughs> Man, I, I, you I'm, guys, I'm you saying, guys. Bro, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Tired of the. I'm tired. Tired of the. Uh, the bias ass the This is this is ridiculous, man. It is it's ridiculous. Like, come on, man. Let's let's just be one hundred about that. We understand what Mike doing, but Mike just. Why you want to put yourself on this generation, bro? And the generations after you. You had your time. This ain't your time no more. This ain't your time. So what you got? We're going to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I don't want to spend too much time on it, man, but I feel like it's... You don't want it to be no conversation about nobody being greater than you. Hold you on, let's move, get in. Let's move, get in. Go ahead, let's move. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what... what? Trying to get back to Scotty. You you touched on it, Black. We already knew this. You you want to say he depicted everybody else in a, in, a, in, a, in a negative light? Okay. We saw his Hall of Fame speech. We know who Jordan is. So what breaking news was Scotty bringing to the table? That's... That's why I don't get. That's, a good point. that's why I don't get Scotty's whole point. That's a good you point. ain't saying nothing new that nobody else didn't already know. That's a good point. And like I said, I just feel like y'all going back to Jordan's time when he didn't win. Yeah, he didn't win, but and I could be wrong. We've never seen nobody get to the mountaintop and stay there until I quit. He said him and Scotty talked about it in the last dance. They can't win until we quit. Like that's really what happened. They won three. Jordan quit, came back. They won three more. We've never seen that in sports. So I think that's why people look at what Jordan did and just like, wow, like that is so great. And I get it. Y'all are LeBron lovers, whatever you want to call it. So you feel like 
LeBron is being scrutinized about every little thing. And he he is. He don't get me wrong, he does get scrutinized to the, you know, Upteenth. Um, umpteenth degree. And you know, I don't agree with that. But that's why I think Jordan is held to that high standard because we've never I don't any 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 sport, we've never seen any, anything like that where somebody just won, got there, stayed on top until they wanted to quit. That's the only way somebody else could win. We've never seen that. I, and I and I get I, I'm with you on that. I, that is the, the, what he did and those Bulls teams did. Yes, I agree with you, uh, Smooth. That's undeniable. But I just think, for me, like I said, the points that Scott made in the GQ article. If you haven't read that, please go do so. It's out there. I think those points was valid. I do. Versus the what Scotty was saying on Good Morning America. Now, the Good Morning America interview is going to be the one that stay and live in color for a lifetime. And people ain't going <laughs> to really care nothing about the GQ article. But in due time, we'll see. Now, I wish Michael Jordan would come out and have a conversation. That's the one thing about Mike. I wish he was more transparent. Like, we're in a we're in a generation now where it's it's everywhere. Transparency is in your face every single day, whether you agree with something or you don't. And I wish Mike would sit down. Sit down with Stephen A., Sit down with somebody who you trust and just give us one hour of some hard-hitting questions about all this stuff and just let us know. Now, is it going to change in my opinion? I really don't care if it do or don't. I just want to hear from the man. And that's what will make this easier, in my opinion. If we could actually see Mike. We, before the last dance, when the last time we seen Michael Jordan? We ain't seen him. We don't even hear the man's voice. So I wish we could get a chance to talk to him. And I hope, I hope it happens. But you know, Michael Billionaire, bro. He running all this and running all that. He ain't got probably ain't got time to sit down and talk about Scotty uh and all the things that he was saying. But I wish that he would. I wish that he would. We uh, all do, but we ain't gonna never get it. No, nah, we ain't. But hopefully he'll surprise us and uh change uh, change our minds one day. All right, Black. Just wanted to call you in, man, and and <laughs> great conversation there. Um Anything else you want to get off your chest, man, before we get you out of here? Nah, 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 man. Uh, I enjoy everything that we do, man. Smooth, I'm happy you've been building. I love with Smooth in, man. Like, it's uh, it, it's not crazy, but I just I just enjoy it, man, going back and forth, like, especially about basketball with Smooth. It's cool. But, um, no, man, I'm just excited about what we're doing, what, uh, what we're going Man, we just gotta keep we gotta keep rolling, keep climbing the mountains, man, and keep uh keep this thing uh rolling fast. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, black man. We're gonna catch up with you, man. All right now, man. Y'all take it easy. All right, black. All right, be easy. Yo. All right now. All right, so shout out to black man on his heated, passionate takes. Uh gotta love it here at the sports desk. Are right, we gonna transition to the NBA? And uh got a couple questions uh from my guy, uh smooth. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the sports show. Hey, this would do some lunch sports, man. Come on now. What? what did you do in camp? LeBron James. LeBron James. Oh man, I've been waiting, seems like forever, for Smooth to return to the sports desk so we can talk that NBA out of all the people mm. 
who I've come across in my lifetime. I mean, maybe maybe one other friend of mine really gets on my last nerves. But Smooth is the one who triggers me. And I have to remind myself that me and him are really good friends. We've been friends for a very, very long time. Like I said, this is my brother. Our families are linked up. So it's not like a fly-by, what's-up, homeboy type relationship. But this guy sizzles my bacon. And I'm looking forward to these next couple of topics that we're getting ready to talk about. But first up, I've really been interested I'm really interested in hearing your conversation about this NBA Top 75 list. All right. Now, I remember uh, you reaching out um, after the sports desk and um, I have the list right in front of me. And the top 10 per se that I gave you and Black gave you, you seem to have some real problems with. But the first thing I do want to ask you as you uh, get your mind ready to go to war with your dog mm. Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. you're a big fan of Clay Thompson, and mm-hmm. he's a part of your uh, alleged favorite team, yeah, yeah. the Golden State. I can't stand you, bro. The Golden State Warriors. Is Clay Thompson a top 75 player? He sure is. Okay. He sure is. Why, why would he not be? Three chips, one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen in our lifetime, uh, a phenomenal defender. Um, it's a couple of people on that 75 list who I kind of scratch my head about. And said, well, Clay is way better than them. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Okay. And I agree with you. I think Clay Thompson is a top 75 player. Um, I don't I can't remember what my stance was uh during the show. I think I did say he was a top 75 player. Um, so it is interesting when they did the list why he was not included. Um, I think evolution of basketball should be taken into consideration when you advance lists. So in 2025, you know, if they do another list of the top 80 or 90 players, why would certain players from the 1930s and 40s and 50s be considered in this list? That's something I would like to get an understanding of, but we probably won't because they're going to honor the legends. They're going to honor the past. And you have to, to a certain degree, because they help build the game. All right. Now, Black, the top 10 that we talked about. Now, one particular issue that you had, if my memory serves me correct, is I said I will flip Kevin Durant and Larry Bird. Larry Bird will be out of my 10. KD will be in my 10. You had some, I'm not going to repeat the choice words that mm. you said to me about it. Let's talk about it. Where you at? No, nah, I just didn't understand where you were coming from. That's why it okay. got so heated, you know, to the point where I, I, I sent you my location from, <laughs> I was at Popeye's 103rd, like, meet me here, bro, we can talk. But what does Kevin, Dur- what has Kevin Durant done, or what does he do, per se, that Larry Bird couldn't do? Because if you look at it, Bird got more chips. He got more. I think he got more Finals MVPs and more regular season MVPs. So what are we? Are we just talking about talent? Or are we talking about the totality of their careers? Talent. This I think this top seventy five list is talent. It it can't be talent. Why? I don't. I don't think it was talent. I think they was looking at like what you did overall in the game. Well, if that's the case. Clay Thompson will be on this list. Well, that's my point. I don't see why he not. That's why I think it's not about what you've done. I think it has to be, bro. But anywho, there's no way. If if you want to go with talent, I'm gonna give you Kevin Durant. But as a basketball player, like Larry Bird, I was like. 24, sure. 11 rebounds and like 
seven assists great for player. his career. That's what I mean. He he does it all on a basketball court. If you're talking talent, if, if it's going by talent, then why is Kevin Durant not one? We've never seen nobody seven one who can pull up from 35 Hezzy, three point. We never seen that. So if you're going by the talent, he should be number one. He should not. Why not? Shaquille O'Neal. Talent? Yeah. His size, his dominance. Size ain't talent. I mean, it plays a part in it. But that ain't talent though. You just born with that size. Okay, that is, but that's he, not talent. He used it well, correct? He, right, but that's but that's not talent. Okay. That's not talent. Hakeem Olajuwon was more talented offensively than Shaquille O'Neal. Had more skill. That's skill, not talent. Okay, it is. That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You're talking about height. No, 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 that's not a talent. If Pre- you know what to do with what you're given, that displays talent, right? No. What? I don't, I don't, no, I don't I don't see it that way. If you, if you if you know if okay, he was how big was he though? Because it's a lot of seven footers, but when you seven foot three sixty, mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball game. We've seen seven footers, three hundred plus pounds, not be able to do anything. Brian this is Reeves. true. This is true. Yao Ming. I give you that, but I just don't see just because you seven feet. Okay. You being talented to me, someone who's who's seven, who's the same, almost the same height height as Shaq, but can dribble and shoot threes. That's more talent to me. I understand what you're saying, but for Shaq to be seven foot, whatever he was, three sixty to clear the space, like he was able to do, be dominantly dominant defensively. Really changed the game for the hacker shack. All of those things played in the play. Why? Because he was so dominant. He was dominant because he was seven feet? He was dominant because he knew what to do because he was seven feet. Correct? No, he was dominant because he was 360. Okay. That's why he was dominant. I just said Brian Reeves. No. I said y'all mean. I, I'm, we going just size. We is <laughs> exactly. I, no, I just okay. don't. I just don't see. It. I, okay. I, that's just me. But getting get back to Larry Bird. What? Why? Why do you say Kevin Durant deserves to be in the top ten over Larry Bird? I just think Kevin Durant's skill set, his skill, what he has, the tools of a basketball player, was better than Larry Bird's. Larry Bird being in the clutch moments, I'm not talking about that. Larry Bird, you know what he averaged, I'm not talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying the talent between the players. That was my conversation in the text thread before I had to put them hands on you. Hmm. I'm just saying. The talent from Durant uh, is superior to the talent of Bird, is it not? Shooting, maybe, maybe, maybe. But Larry, Larry Bird was one of the greatest shooters we ever saw, bro. Spot up shooter. It, I don't care. Spot up okay. off the dribble. I'm talking about shooting. Period. Okay. Like uh, Kevin Durant is probably better off the dribble. But if you telling me yeah, he is, he okay, is. Thank you. But if you saying like just spot up shooting or catch and shoot, give me Larry Bird all day. Give you Larry Bird. The all man day. won three. What, two or three three-point championships? Okay. You, 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 so you sitting here talking to me about somebody who was taking a ball off a rack and shooting it with nobody with a hand in his face? And That's also, what we're talking about? No, and, and a, a man that got two or three regular season MVPs, two or three finals MVPs. That's who I'm talking about. Durant got MVPs. He got two finals MVPs. He has a regular season MVP, scoring titles. He has those accolades. Next on your list. That's a different ball game. Oh my that's god! A different, that's the a different ball game. He, he does. He does have. But let's let's who who was he going against? What you mean? No, 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 no. Because because that's your argument all the no, time. No, what you mean? I'm asking. Who was who was Kevin Durant going against? In the finals? Yeah, in the finals. The Cavs. Who was on the Cavs? LeBron. And who else? Kyrie. Kevin Love. And who else? No, uh, but who else? Because let y'all tell it. LeBron ain't had no help. They ain't had no team. That was the greatest. That Warriors team was the greatest team of all time. Don't try to change it now. That's what y'all always say. So if that's the case, he should be doing that. 
But Bird going up against Magic, Worthy, and Kareem? Up, uh, up, up, up. Bird had Parrish. Don't give me Mikael. Parrish. Vinny the, Parrish. Vinny the Microwave Johnson. Danny Ainge. All these guys they was were, top 30 in the league. Wasn't no top 30. Man, Robert Parrish was a top five center in the league. Robert Parrish was slew-footed and couldn't do nothing <laughs> on a basketball <laughs> Y'all, just because he was sick as he was tall don't mean hey, he was doing nothing. Hey, he was an enforcer. Um, man, please. He was an enforcer. Nah, uh-uh. No, the, sir. Burr had talent on his team he, now. He had a couple of players who contributed. Bottom but line. who he was playing is totally different than who Kevin Durant was going to Bottom line, skill for skill. Kevin Durant is better than Larry Bird. Am I incorrect on that? You, you, you're wrong, sir. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. You're that's wrong. fine. That's you're fine. Right. What other gripes did you have with this top 75 list? Before you think of your next one, is Dwight Howard top 75? Based on his, based on his years in Orlando, I think he would be. Okay. But he got three defensive player of the years. Went to one in, four in, in a row. Went, went to one, one finals. Decade long, all it, defensive first team. I don't see why, why he wouldn't be. Okay. Okay, I just want to know, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, are they top 75 players? Ah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But I think I will go T-Mac. I think I will go T-Mac. And the, the, biggest, the biggest gripe that I have, and it's nothing against him because I really like him as a player, but what has he done in the NBA is Damian Lillard. Mm. I know he's gone to all-star games. That's cute. Um, he's gone to one conference championship. Got swept. Correct. Without Kevin Durant. Correct. Got swept by Stephen Clay. Correct. So other than that, what else has Damian Lillard done in the past? I don't know how long he's been in the league. Eight, uh, ten years, something yeah, like 10 that. Years, something like that. Well, what has he done to make a top 75 list, though? And, and I'm just being real. That's no hate. I just I just don't see it. Great that you open up that door. Should Kyrie Irving replace him on this list? I wouldn't put Kyrie on it either. I mean, he 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 did win a ring with LeBron, but other than that, what what has he done? But he's done it though. But it it ain't just about rings. Let's though. not subtract. I'm not. It's, what else has he done though? Let's not subtract though. Let's take it all there. Lillard's career, Irving's career. Let's not subtract from what Kyrie has done. Should Kyrie Irving be a top seventy five player with his skill? No. Okay, so no Irvin, no Dame for you. No. Neither one of those guys. Neither okay. one of them. Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. Should these guys be top 75 players? Yes, sir. Tell me why Tony Parker should be a top 75 player and Kyrie Irving is not. Tony Parker was on the one of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen with the San Antonio Spurs <clears throat> and also has a finals MVP along the go, you know, with that. So to me, that's he has much more accolade. You want to say Kyrie probably got more All Star games? Okay, that's cool. But for what Tony Parker was for the Spurs, do All Star games not mean anything? Was undeniable. I mean, like I said, it's wow. it's cute. It's the it's, biggest celebration of the sport. It's cute to make an All Star team, but yeah. that ain't really Lamarcus Aldridge. Is Lamarcus Aldridge one of the top seventy five players? No, he probably made about five or six All Star teams. Why, why not? If, if that's what we're going by. Okay, I know. I'm just asking. Mm, no, yeah, okay. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scottie Pippen. <laughs> Don't get me stuck. What Scott, about him? I just want to know. What about him? I just want to know if he top seventy five. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna trip. I ain't gonna give you no hot take. He oh, okay. he, 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 he top seventy five because of Mike. Um Wow man. Um Why say that though? Because he irks me. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's kind okay. of, like I say, if you want to, based on his career, okay, what he what he did from whatever it was, eighty seven to ninety eight with the Bulls, of course he top seventy five. Okay, just wanted to make sure, just wanted to see where you was really at, Anthony Davis. Is Anthony Marshawn Davis Jr. a top 75 player? There was some gripe about him being on this list. I question him, too. Okay. I really do. I mean, he just got the chip two years ago, no doubt. Um, But when you look at the totality of his career, I think if we're looking at what he should be, what he because he should be Giannis before Giannis. Had he been that? Yes. But... He Just averaged twenty eight. He averaged twenty eight and ten while he was in New Orleans. I don't care about no averages, bro. Anybody, this like you said, this this a new league, this a new generation. Okay. Everybody averaging points. It's about what you're doing with impact, crucial moments. And we saw Giannis get that. He did get fifty, but we saw his impact on the game. And I don't see that from Anthony Davis in New Orleans. Anybody, Kevin Love averaged twenty eight and twenty five with the with, with the Timberwolves. He top seventy five for what he did there. Bosch averaged 25 and 13 with the Raptors. He top 75 for what he did there. Okay. If that's what if that's the logic we going we going by, that's all I'm okay. saying. Russell Westbrook. Is Russell Westbrook belong on this top 75 list? We got two more that we're gonna move along. He does. He does. Just okay. you know, based off of what he's done with the triple doubles. Okay. Um, but that's 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 I, I can talk a lot about him later on in the show. Paul Pierce. Does Paul Pierce deserve to be a top yeah. 75 player? The truth? Yes, sir. Gave LeBron that business. What? Before, before LeBron linked wow. up with them boys. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's the, what you had The truth. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. All right. So, uh, on this list, a lot of conversation was where James Harden and Allen Iverson was placed this is the USA Today list. The NBA did not rank their players. They just gave you the 75 best players. Smart move by them. <laughs> but on this list, USA Today, this list is to be said, this is what the NBA really had under wraps, but they just didn't number their players. James Harden at 30, Allen Iverson at 31. Yeah, I take Iverson over Harden any day of the week. I'm not asking would you take him over him, dude. Is that the number you would put them? Basically, are they top 30 players all time? Top 30? Yeah, that's basically what this list is saying. AI, yeah, it's Harden. I, I have to go back and revisit the list. God. Um, just based James on Harden is not a top 30 player ever? Top 30? I can name 15, right? Just off the top of the dome. Bam. I said 30. I ain't say 15. That's, what I'm, that's why I say I got to revisit the list. Refresh my memory. Jerry West better than James Harden? Jerry West was a bad boy now. Is Jerry He was West. a bad boy now. Don't trip. Jerry don't West look. better than the James logo, Harden. The logo. Jerry West. Is he better Jay, than James bro, Harden? Jerry West was a... He kept running to Bill Russell now. Jerry don't trip. West. Don't trip. Is Jerry West better than James Harden? Bruh, I got to revisit the list. But like All I right, said... So it's Scotty Pippen better than James Harden. Scotty? It's Scotty Pippen better than James Harden. Uh, that's a tough one too That's a tough one too Because Scotty wasn't that good either um, Is Kawhi Leonard better than James Harden? No I won't put Kawhi on there Not over James Harden okay. I, I give you that one I Okay that Dwayne Wade Is he better than James Harden? Yes sir Okay Just asking Definitely I was just asking Definitely Just asking Is John Stockton better than James John Harden? John Stockton should be <laughs> Don't get me t- <laughs> you already, to serve you up you already know how I feel about Stockton. What was That's he at on the list? He is right above Harden at 29. Yeah, John Stockton should easily be in the top 15. Easily. Of what? <laughs> <laughs> of the top 75. This man, okay. ain't nobody going to ever catch him in assists and steals. Ever. Ever. Uh, that, what that man did on that basketball court, dog. 
You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna never see it other than, like I said, Magic changed the game, Steph, Baron Davis, and then John Stockton. Oh my They all God. changed the game, my boy. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Baron Davis. I knew you was gonna get something in crazy. I, 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 I forgot get, about I that. I gotta get my dog in there. Man, man, shout out to B. Diddy, man. Yes, shout sir. out to B. Diddy. With the, I, with I can't the S curl. I can't yeah, I can't hate on B. Diddy. All right, man, let's go ahead and pick it up, man. So that was smooth. We want to give him an opportunity to talk about this top 75. Let's go ahead and head on out to Los Angeles, man, to get down to some current day NBA. Home of the greatest franchise in sports, the L.A. Lakers, and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the king. Woo! Woo! LeBron James. All right, man. So a lot of things happen in this NBA offseason. We have not had the opportunity to talk to Smooth in studio about it. So I have uh, put together a list of things that uh, I want to talk to Smooth about. And first and foremost is the Los Angeles Lakers acquiring Russell Westbrook. Now, Smooth, probably five out of the first nine to ten games, whatever, however young this season is. Every time the Lakers lose, Smooth texts me. He texts me about Russell Westbrook in a negative light being a part of the Los Angeles Lakers. So two questions I have to shoot for you, my good man. First of all, it is clear that you are not a fan of the accusation of Westbrook and Los Angeles. But the question that I want you to answer, because I already know the answer to that first question I asked you. Why are you not giving this Lakers team a chance to gel and really see what the product can be? Why are you not doing that? And stop texting my phone Uh -uh. every time the Mm -mm. Lakers lose. I have unlimited texts, sir. I'll use them (laughs) as I see fit. Because we have seen Russell Westbrook for the past 12, 13 years. We've seen what he is and who he is. And to me, that does not fit what we're looking for on our Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> because, I mean, what, when he doesn't have the ball in his hands, what use is he to us? I would rather have the ball in LeBron's hands, let LeBron make the plays. Westbrook cannot shoot to save his life. We've seen him get a quadruple double with turnovers. Last night they lucked up and beat the Heat. He had a wow. triple. He had a triple double. He had like nine more turnovers. Wow! And that Heat was that team. Jimmy Butler got hurt in the first quarter. That should have been. They should have won that by fifteen. Okay, he's still a good team without Butler. They still a good team. They, Stop they, that now, Larry. I, I, no, Hero, I, watched, I watched that. Bam. I watched that game. I watched that game. They still and a good wanna, team. We want to talk about Westbrook and he had, oh, he averaging 20. He, yeah, but he's taking 20 shots. If you average 20, but it take you 20 shots, that's not efficient on top of your turnovers. You play 12 on games. On top of you, but we've seen him. This is who he is, though. I understand that's my point. that, but you don't think at any point throughout this journey in Los Angeles with LeBron that this thing, well, I know his style not going to fit, but do you not think that this thing is going to gel? With Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to continue to see the same old Westbrook, even with LeBron out there, as you get deep into the season going into the playoffs? I think so. But last <laughs> night didn't, didn't tell me nothing because LeBron wasn't there. I understand So that. when LeBron is on the court with the ball in his hands, again, what is Westbrook going to be doing? A rebounder. Cutting and slashing to the basket. 
You be seeing that the two games before LeBron got hurt, he was coming off the ball. I think they lost though. They, they won two in a row before LeBron got hurt. Oh, sir. oh again, who they played? See, That's man, a, no, I'm this, just saying. This, no, look, this is, this no, is what I be I'm, talking no, about. No, I'm, I'm a forward thinker, sir. <laughs> I don't care what you did against, and you lost to OKC, but I don't care what you did. And I think they lost to Cleveland too. These sorry teams. It. I mean, I'm not. I'm just trying to see what's going on, but you shouldn't lose those regardless because you got supposedly one of the best big men in the league in Anthony Davis. Supposedly. So I'm just supposedly. And Russell Westbrook, one of the greatest point guards of all time, according to you. So wow. they should be winning these games with ease, correct? That's all I'm saying. No, bro. You know, like I know when these teams get together, you bring in new pieces, you have to jail. You have to jail. You have to have time. You have to have practice. You have to play live games together to try to get this thing right. You know exactly so, so, what I'm saying. So what adjustments is is Russell Westbrook going to make to his game that can add uh, uh, benefits to what the Lakers are looking for this season? Two things. Russell Westbrook should never, ever shoot another three-point shot. If he Good keep, luck. If he keep his game... With LeBron on the floor, I ain't talking about right now without LeBron. If he keep his game inside the free throw line, he could be great there for the Lakers. Mid-range, getting to the rack, he could be great for the Lakers. He is a great rebounder. Russell Westbrook's a top five rebounding player in the league. In the league, he's going to afford those second chance opportunities. There are things that Westbrook can do at an elite level. People want Westbrook to be out here scoring and looking sweet, doing it like Dwayne Wade and LeBron. That ain't his game no more. If Westbrook could average, I think he averaged like 20, 20 points now. But if he was he shooting like 40%, 30-something percent for a guard, that's terrible. Okay. So if he was shooting 50, you know, 40, high 40s, uh, 50% from the field, and his turnovers was down. Okay, we can talk, but that's when has he ever been that? He's never been that. So my point is, how what's going to change? I just told you. What? LeBron going to have the ball late. Westbrook will not have the ball in his hands. So that's my point. Would you rather have Westbrook on the court in that instance? Yeah. Or somebody else on the court who LeBron could kick it to? I need and a dog. You know they got a better shot at hitting the he open had, three. We got players who can get us points. But you still got to get rebounds. You still got to have energy. Do you not? Do you not? You do. Y'all hate Westbrook. I don't hate Westbrook. Y'all hate Westbrook. I don't hate him. I'm telling you what I see on the court. Freddie Bricks put out a tweet last night that I'm going to address. I see you, Freddie. That you wanted Russell Westbrook traded for nothing? Facts. Because y'all don't want to wait and see if this thing could gel. We talking about LeBron. LeBron that made it work with everybody. Every I seen the stat yesterday. Every player that LeBron James has ever had as a teammate has made it to the NBA Finals. Every player what that means. that's ever been on the team with LeBron has made it to the Finals. You know how many players he's played with? You don't think Russell Westbrook is not going to be somebody that he can like get a routine down with, get some chemistry with where it can be beneficial? You don't think that? I'm not talking about LeBron's chemistry. I'm talking about Westbrook Who's in a- his game. Okay. That's that's all I'm that's all I'm saying. I think I think we're talking two different things. No, no, no. Yeah, LeBron can put Westbrook in the in the right position because we know LeBron's basketball IQ. But Westbrook still got to make the right play when he get the ball. And I ain't seen nothing. Ever. No, that's gonna show me that's what he gonna do. Can he can he get you, like you say, 10 rebounds? Sure. 
can he, um, you know, push the break, get some easy buckets here or there? Sure. But we all know in clutch moments, playoff moments, you don't want the ball in his hands at all. Even that game last night, I watched the game. Lakers had the ball with 23 seconds left on the clock. Inbound to Westbrook. He dribbled up. He waved off Carmelo Anthony. (laughs) And he shot a brick. Nobody in Staples thought that shot was going in. Those are the plays that I'm talking about. And when we get into postseason, that's what's going to cost you. Will he do that in postseason with LeBron on the floor? Yes. Okay. If he, if hopefully Frank if he don't let him touch the ball, but if he has the ball, yes. Okay. He did it with Kevin Durant. That's Kevin Durant. Kevin oh. Durant at LeBron James. He not LeBron James. Kevin Durant don't have the IQ and the vernacular. Vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> As LeBron James. As LeBron James. Hey, right okay. on. Bro. All right, right, all right, on. all right. All right, so all in all, what's the Lakers ceiling for you? Lakers ceiling, I think right now, I can see them probably getting to the uh, second round of the playoffs. I can I can probably see the second round of the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't I just don't see Westbrook like you you don't you see it, and I don't know why you fighting it. You like a kid that just won't go just go to sleep. Just it'll be so much better once you close your eyes uh-huh. and wake up the next morning and be like, you know what, smooth and smooth and Freddie was right. Just go to sleep, bro. You I'll see, never you see it. Why? Because of LeBron. Yeah, that's, and that's what I'm saying. But you act like you ain't never seen LeBron lose because people didn't produce for him. We know what he gonna do. It's not about him. But I'm talking about is, his cast. Okay, but you got Anthony Davis on the scene. We got a solid veteran bench on the scene. We got other players around. We got other players around. And again, who's the point guard getting all the other players involved? LeBron the man James. threw a pass off Anthony Davis' forehead last night. <laughs> off his forehead. AD <laughs> and you, you try to tell me. And he should have been looking. Okay. Okay. I believe in it, man. I think it's going to work. And I can't wait to the end of the year that I prove all y'all wrong. And each one of y'all going to have to line up at that door and come in here one by one and say D.U. was right. I'll be busy that day. Yeah, I bet you will. But don't worry, I'll be on location wherever you at, my man. All right, man, let's go ahead and talk about your supposed favorite team, the Golden State Warriors, who are on fire right now in the association, sitting at 10-1 and one on a six-game winning streak. Seth Curry is playing outstanding. The young players for the Warriors are playing a lot better than people expected. Draymond is just a utility knife uh, out there. And, of course, you're still waiting on the arrival of Klay Thompson. I'm really interested to hear two things from you, sir. Did you expect this uh, outburst in the beginning of the season for the Warriors, and are you on the Stephen A. hype train saying that the Golden State Warriors can win the NBA championship this year? I did not expect this. I I knew they would be you know a pretty good team, maybe you know top four or five in the West. Um, but I definitely didn't expect them to come out on fire as they have. Um, but I'm I'm not gonna go Stephen A. and say championship. Right now, um, I got to see, you know, Clay come back. I, I got to see Wiseman come back um, because I, I still think they, 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 they're missing that big man. You know, Looney plays hard, you know, Draymond definitely, but I think they still need that pick and pop four or five like they had back in, you know, when they was winning chips in 15 and 16. I mean, 15, 17, 18 with, um, what my man, Mo Spates. 
you know, <sighs> David West and them boys. But I'm definitely liking what I'm seeing. Um, and for me, what I love about us, um, <laughs> it's it's just not about offense. Because when you go back to 15 and 16, there was the Warriors at that time were one of the best defensive teams in the league. Mm. And that's where they are. They're flying around the ball, bro. You got mm. Draymond down low. They're getting deflections. You got Gary Payton the second. He just locking people up, 94 feet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just, you, know, you got Wiggins. And that's the thing with Clay coming back off these two injuries. You know, at one point he was that premier defensive player. And now you don't really need him to be that. Because you have other pieces on the wing who can kind of lock things up. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm excited, man, about our ceiling, bro. Hey, bro. Let's me and you catch a flight out to San Fran, bro. Go watch them boys. What's what's happening? Yeah, you can go ahead and go to the game. Dang. You know what I'm saying? I found mm. me something else to do, man. Mm. Um, it just disgusts me and sickens me greatly on the level that... <laughs> just makes my stomach hurt that you sit up here and have this uh, fandom for the Golden State Warriors. But I'm not even going to go there. All right, so no, you don't believe championship. Can the Warriors get to the finals this year? Can they get to the finals? Can they get to the finals this season? They could. I mean, they they if if Clay and Wiseman come back and you know can contribute to what we think they can. I like I said because they play D. Can they, they win it? I don't know if they can win it. Depending on if Kyrie was to come back, I don't know how they really match up against Milwaukee because ain't no Giannis going to average forty. Um, and like I said, they still the champs. You still got Drew Holiday out there locking up people. So, but I, they can come out the tough. West. I think they could come out the West. They they have a chance. They okay. really have a chance. Okay, I agree with you. I mean, I think I think Steph is playing outstanding. I think last year Steph um, he really impressed me last year with all the injuries to Draymond and Clay and you know the team. Wiseman got hurt. And Steph just put that thing on his back, man. And he was incredible last year. They fell short from making the playoffs. Um, what I would have liked to see them get in, I would have loved to see them get in uh, last year. But they didn't. But this year is different. It's kind of like they kind of understanding, number one, you know you're getting Clay back. Wiseman coming back. They started off healthy. And I think they follow Steph's lead. I think Steph had to start off strong. And that's why this Warriors team is doing so well. Do I think this team can win the West? I do. I do think they can win the West as well. Would they win the West? They will not win the West. I think you potentially are talking a Western Conference Finals between the Lakers and the Warriors um, uh, this coming season. I just think inside, when you get late in these playoffs and they turn into a half-court game, where are the Warriors going to get the size? Where are they going to rebound at? I understand what you're saying with Gary Payton II. second. He going to get swatted like a fly out here trying to go guard LeBron or even Westbrook, you know, if you're coming into uh, the playoffs. I mean, you can't you, – he's not going to be able to do nothing. He's just too young right now. He's too young right now. You you over there looking crazy. Name another rookie guard who done came in here and shut something down. I ain't say shut – nobody – this the NBA. You, you ain't shutting nobody down. You 94 feet. I saw a stat of God forgive me, but I left it at, at home. Good. But his the percentage of, that people have against him, not saying you're, gonna, you're not going to stop everybody. But he, I, he could definitely make it tough on I'm you. I'm saying they get to the West Coast Finals. He, he can make it tough on Westbrook. I believe he could. Right. I believe Andrew Wiggins could. Okay. make it. He can't guard. He can't stop LeBron. He can, he's, he can be serviceable. Ain't nobody going to stop him. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay, tenfold. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think they're gonna have a great year. They definitely shocked me on opening night. I was real pissed. Mm. The Lakers was up 11, 14. Yeah, we was, we was up, wasn't we? And then the Warriors came back. Dang, bro. 
<sighs> I was kind of pissed, but it's all good. I look forward to seeing the Warriors again. I don't, th- I don't think we play the Warriors again until March Martin Luther King. 5th. Oh, March Because I might go up there for my anniversary, me and okay. the wife. You know okay. what I'm talking about? That'd be yeah, lovely. I think it's a Saturday night game, bro. ABC. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep, 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 okay. Yep. Yeah, so I look forward to seeing what that game looked like uh, this time around. All right, let's move on down the docket. What's your thoughts on John Morant? Have you seen John Morant take another step as to being one of the elite players in the NBA right now. I, I, I don't want to go elite. I, I only use that for certain players. I'm not going to say it's the second year. Elite already? Third year. This is the third year? Third year. Okay, I, but I still want to go elite. I, I still want to go elite. He he's, he's one of the top point guards in the NBA. He has gotten better, obviously, with his free throw percentage. Um, with his you know three Shooting. point shoot three point percentage everything on the court, um, and he is lift, lifting the Grizzlies right now. Um, so we have seen that step uh, from John Moran, and I'm excited to see where he goes from here. I think he's playing outstanding. Um, he's really taking that leap to being the leader of his team. You can see those guys are following him, especially you know on the defensive. Look. When they were up on the Warriors were up 18, I think it was. The last Warriors lost. They were up 18. Steph was just shooting off one leg from half court. I went to bed. I said, I'm not finna watch these boys get ran out of here. Man, I woke up the next morning and they came back and got them boys in OT. And John Morant was the one waving that flag, leading the charge. That's a big win out there in Golden State. So I was like, wow, okay, but he is playing very, very well. I really like Ja Morant. If you had to redraft again, I think everybody would take Ja over Zion if you had to redraft again. You know, because that's that's an incredible leap that he has made in two to three years. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's incredible. So he's one to watch for. I think John Morant going to be a future MVP of the league one day. Hmm. Future MVP of the league one day. I do. I just think his game is nice. All right, let's go ahead and get down to some other business, man. Now, every other night. You got something on your mind? No, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Every other night when the Brooklyn Nets play basketball, Smooth is texting me. Is James Harden still a top 10 player now? Is James Harden still an offensive, one of the best offensive scores you've ever seen now? I'm just asking, bruh. Nine games into however many games it's been, you steadily diss James Harden. And I want to know why. Smooth, what is your beef with James Harden? Diss and beef are harsh words that I, <laughs> I wouldn't choose to use. <laughs> All I'm saying is, mm. if you want to say he's still hurt from the hamstring, okay. But I could have sworn when the season, before the season started, he said, I'm healthy. And the healthy James Harden is trouble for the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I heard, bro. That's not exactly what he said, but go ahead. So, and, you know, people don't want to give me my credit. And that's cool. You know, most, oh, what? like most geniuses, we don't get our oh, respect until we're God. long gone. Jesus. But I. I said years ago, James Harden is not that great of a score like y'all think he is. He averaging 35 points a game, no doubt. Great. Yeah, but he averaged like 14 free throws a game, my boy. So now he's not getting those calls. And, I, and I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say I watch every Brooklyn Nets game. I, I don't. I watch some of them. But the ones I see, it's a step back three or it's nothing. And that's going to get them beat if Kyrie don't come back. 
in the second round like it did last year. Because we need to see that James Harden from five years ago. If the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets have any thoughts of getting to the Eastern Conference Championship, let alone an NBA Finals. So you telling me that James Harden has never been that real. He never been that guy because he goes to the line 14 times a night. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me that we're seeing the true James Harden because the officiating has changed? Are you telling me we are seeing who James Harden really is due to him coming off a hamstring injury, trying to work himself back into shape? Are you telling me <laughs> that James Harden has been poo-pooing for years and his val- and him being validated as a top Five score ever, maybe the greatest score we ever seen, is in question. What I'm saying is <laughs> us putting him on this pedestal that he deserves with other great scores. Whoa! I believe that should be in question. Man, come on, man. And and like I said, then go look at the numbers, watch the games, dog. It's like I said, it was step back. When he first got to Houston, he had the mid-range. He was going to the hole. Cool. He still do? No, he don't. Okay. I've, I've yet to see him shoot a mid-range. He gets to the hole. He ain't doing nothing with it. Oh, it's the hamstring. My bad. Wow. If the Brooklyn Nets think James Harden is going to beat up for Kevin this James Harden? No, because even in Houston, he was never that dude. That's why they're so unstoppable with Kyrie, because Kyrie bought that action. KD bought that action. They just need James Harden to set it up. When you need to depend on James Harden for something, name me a time he stepped up. What do you mean? Name me a time he stepped up in the playoffs. I ain't talking about that. That's what you I'm You're t- changing the narrative. No, I'm here. not. No, I'm not. Because that's the same James Harden that you're going to get now. You asked me, was he a top five scorer ever? You asked me, was he a top 10 player? That's what you asked me. That's what you asked me. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay, so is he still a top five scorer all time? Yes. It's only been 12 games. Can the man get in some type of good shape? He just said he didn't get a chance to do anything but rehab all offseason. That's, that's what he said. And that's, and that's what I, if you would listen, I, that's what I, that's how I preface my comment, my opening that's statement. That's not what you said. You that eviscerated said, him. No, no, no. I said if, we, if we're using the hamstring, cool. But not, I, you, I, thought he, I thought he said he was 100% healthy. He said a 100% healthy James Harden. A 100% healthy James Harden. That's what he said. Mm. Mm. That's what he said. You're going to eat them words because when we come out of All-Star break, you're going to be seeing the James Harden that you used to seeing. And that's cool. That's cool. But like I said, what 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 I'm saying is <laughs> even if he gets back to 100%, we won't see the James Harden that we used to see because he's not getting those calls that he would get to go to the free throw line 17 times a game. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Tenfold. I just think it is absolutely asinine. Your thought process on this man 12 games into a new season after you knew that his hamstring was literally hanging off the bone. And it takes time if you haven't been hooping to get back in the game shape and get into a flow. But you don't give passes. You don't give passes. And just like a lot of other people out there, get off James Harden back. Check with me around uh, 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 All-Star break when we head into the second half of the season, ramping up for the playoffs. And talk to me about how James Harden looked then. Talk to me then. Look forward to the conversations. Next, Ben Simmons. <laughs> this entire ordeal in Philadelphia 
have not been able to get your thoughts. I don't even think me and you've talked mm-hmm. about this at all. What are your thought process? Uh, what is your thought process on what's going on with him and the Philadelphia 76ers? I think Ben handled this whole situation incorrectly. Um, if you want to go be traded, cool. You know, make make that known to management, to Doc Rivers, Elton Brand, whomever. Let them know, hey, I appreciate all you guys have done for me, but I, I'm I'm really looking to move on. Um, but don't you know? Don't do not you know. Uh, um, put your put your teammates on the back burner and don't show up. You know they trying to fly out to meet you. Oh nah, bro, don't even worry about coming out. I didn't like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like just be mad enough to say I'm ready to move on, but still be professional enough to show up. For one, I'm not I'm not losing no money. So At all. I'm not losing none of this. The three hundred thousand and no way. millions of dollars. No sir, not me. No way. I'm getting all that for sure. All that. So and even now he, you know, just met with the with their medical counselors about his mental health and all that. And I'm not trying to make fun of his mental health, but if that's if that's where you are, then you take the time away and you handle that. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't like how he playing this whole situation. Um, so if if I'm Philly. I'm looking to trade them for whatever I can get. You know, I mean, they, I think they still like one or two in, in the East now. Well, it might be three now in the East. Number one. Uh, are, they, are they still one? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you 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 still got Embiid when he, when he healthy. Um, Seth Curry been balling. Still got Tobias making $500 million a year. Um, Danny Green. So, they, they got pieces. Um, so, if, if Ben wants to go, I say just let him go and let him thrive out there in Sacramento winning 15 games a year. Yeah, I've kind of I've, I've voiced my displeasures on the show, so I'm not going to spend that much time with it. But I will say this, and I totally agree with you. The amount of money that he's given up to make his point, I think Ben Simmons is the new age athlete where he believes he's LeBron James. He believes he's Kevin Durant. Those are the guys who could kick in the door and probably make trades happen. Like if he LeBron said I want to be traded now, he'll be traded tomorrow. But you ain't that, bruh. You sign a five-year, $170-something million dollar deal. They don't have to do anything with you. They know that you're going to be losing so much money, bro. Ben Simmons has already lost $400,000. Almost a half a million dollars because he wants to. And again, like Smooth said, not talking about nothing with his mental health. But I'm going to just say what I think. You want to sit home and play the game so you can try to get traded. You lost four hundred grand trying to do that. Why not come increase your value, come and hoop, let teams look at you and say, hey, you know what? We want to make this trade. That's how it usually goes, a la James Harden. James Harden made it be known at the beginning of the season, I wanted to be traded. James Harden showed up. James Harden balled, and James Harden eventually got traded. Carmelo Anthony, when he said he wanted to be traded from the Denver Nuggets uh, before he went to the Knicks, he continued to ball. That's how it goes, and I agree with you. Rich Paul and and whoever he has around him, his agents are, they're not doing a good job here. Now, I understand they can't make Ben Simmons play, but you got to think that Ben Simmons is getting advice from somebody to do what he do. And it's hurting his career. It's hurting his value because Ben Simmons will never get another Supermax contract again. And he's 23 years old. He has a lot to make up here and a lot of ground to make up. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Ben Simmons. All right, smooth. A couple of things. A couple more things going to wrap up. Now, speaking of Ben Simmons, now there's been some trade talk going on with the Boston Celtics. They have not gotten off to a great start. Matter of fact, the Boston Celtics are currently sitting. 
Boston is sitting 11th in the Eastern Conference with a 5-6 record. We know about the team meeting that they had a few weeks ago. Tatum and Brown being talked about by Marcus Smart in uh, the media after a post-game loss. Well, rumors are starting to come out. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and another player sitting in Philadelphia for Ben Simmons to add with Jason Tatum. The other rumor was John Wall is still on the contract with the Houston Rockets. He is not playing for the Rockets and not even intending anything there. After this season, he'll be a free agent unless Houston can move him. Houston say they are not going to be moving him, you know, for pennies on the dollar. So would John Wall to Boston make some sense to you? Ben Simmons to Boston make some sense to you. But more importantly, are you giving up Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and potentially Williams? No, sir, I am not. Because who else gonna, who who gonna be left on your team for Boston? Who else gonna help uh, Jason Tatum score the ball? Can you build around Tatum and Simmons? I don't think you can. For I don't think you can. I'm. I get it. Ben Simmons is sixteen. He can do everything on the basketball court. To me, he's more of a third option. I just don't see him being a second option um, for a championship team. Um, and John Wall, I think I think he got like two years. Because I think I heard today, two years like ninety. 91 million left. Ain't nobody touching that contract. For sure. He 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 might as well just sit sit at home and get that bread. He got to get bought out. Yeah, cuz they and they say he not. He want all them chips. Which I I'm, I don't not, blame I'm him. not mad at you, bro. Get that. Get that. So, um I don't see him in Boston. Um I I really don't know where Ben Simmons can fit. To me, like I said, for for a championship contender, he can go to uh, you know uh I thought Indiana was Cleveland. a good spot for him. I it thought could, Indiana was a good spot for him, but like I said, does he what does he add value to the Pacers? I think if, he does. It, who you giving up though? I mean, they got to give up some of those young players. That's what I would. But like I said, the only way I'm doing that is if I'm giving up these young players, and I know whatever else I got left plus Ben can get us to the championship. Well, you got to sacrifice something if you want a pellet player of that caliber. I'm not doing it. That's so, just me. So Ben just remains in Philadelphia. What do you think happens with Ben? More importantly, what do you think happens this season with Ben Simmons? A, does he remain in Philly, ends up suiting up and goes to play? Or B, he sits home and never plays for Philadelphia this season? Or uh, C, he gets traded? I think he going to play, especially once he go past this whole mental health thing. They're going to say, okay, bro, you good. Uh, doctors, we done checked you out. We need you to play. And he not going to miss that money. So eventually he's going to have to come play. I just don't think, just based on everything that's going on, um, he's going to be there the whole season. I, I just don't think, you know, Elton Brand and Maury, they're going to put up with this for much longer. At some point, you're going to have to say, okay, let's, let's, let's just cut our losses and go get somebody else. Yeah, well, ironically, Rich Paul, Bleach Report just sent out a memo that Rich Paul says that the 76ers are hurting Ben Simmons. Uh, the agent said that uh, this is no longer about a trade. Uh, Philly is worrying, worsening Ben Simmons' mental health by f- trying to force him to play. All right. So that is from Rich Paul, uh, just now coming down from Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? <laughs> like I said, they gonna trade. They got to. They they just it's too much, bro. If somebody doing all this for me, a teammate, you finna come back in the locker room and I can't look at you and know that you're gonna be there riding with me. That's just me. And even even as a coach, I, I just you I don't see the hunger that you need to have for us to compete night in and night out for a championship. I, I just don't see him being in Philly all season long. Yeah, I think his time is winding down. Maury and those guys, I see what they're trying to do. I see what they're trying to do, but it's just not going to work, man. 
You got to get them out of there. This Philadelphia team has some nice pieces. They really, really do. I love that Maxi kid. Mm -hmm. He got such great energy, plays great defense. He's an erratic scorer, but hey, sometimes you need that on the team. Embiid is going to be in Embiid if he can stay healthy. Like you said, Curry is playing well. Tobias Harris is, you know, a solid player making $3 million trillion. But Ben Simmons, how much value are you truly going to get? You're not getting Dane. You're not getting no big superstar. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. So we'll see how that really plays out. All right, smooth. The NBA season is young, but we never, ever got your prediction, sir. Hmm. Who wins the MVP this year? MVP, I'm going to go Steph. Stephen go Wardell Curry. I yes, said sir. that as well. Yes, I said sir. Steph Curry is going to win the MVP. Who is going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? The mm. East Finals. East I'm going to go Milwaukee, and I'm going to go Miami. Brooklyn does not make it. Not if Kyrie Irving is not there, no, sir. Okay. Who comes out of the East out of Miami and Milwaukee to go to the NBA Finals? Miami and Milwaukee. I'm going to still ride with the Bucks. For sure. Yep. All right, the Western Conference. Who makes it to the Conference Finals? Conference Finals? I'm going to go the... Uh, the uh, Warriors. So sick of this dude. <laughs> we look good, don't it, Cuz? I'm so sick of this dude. And um, in this show, I'm gonna go. Man, I want to go Utah, but I just don't trust them boys. Man, what did you just say? Utah. I, I, they been they been Man. right there every year, but I just I just don't. I'm gonna go to Warriors, and I'm gonna go Phoenix again. Who? The Phoenix Suns, sir. Did I miss somebody? Who who's supposed to be there? The Lakers? Uh, you you sick of me. So the Phoenix Suns are better. You know what? That's your pick, bro. The Phoenix Suns are a better team than That's the Los Angeles That's Lakers. Pick, yes, yes, they are. That's your pick, bro. That's your pick. And it's foolish. <laughs> anyway, oh, who comes out of your Western Conference Finals? The Suns. My and Western the Conference with the healthy Clay, a healthy James Wiseman. Oh. I'm going to go out on a limb, bro. I'm going to go out on a limb. What's the limb, Smooth? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say the Golden State Warriors get back to the promised land, to the NBA Finals, and face the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. So your NBA Finals are the Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors. Yes, sir. Who wins the championship this season? This season, I'm going to go with... Mm. Gonna mm. be flawed. Go you, ahead. You know I love my Warriors, man. Oh, look at I you. do. Yeah. But I just think the Bucks with they with their size, the way they play defense, and with Giannis, um, they can give the Warriors some problems. Okay. So I'm gonna go the Bucks beat the Warriors in six. And also because Steph Curry. I haven't seen him show up for a finals in a long time. So, um, I'm going to go Bucks in six over the Warriors, bro. And your finals MVP? Finals MVP is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, I think your finals pick, you know, would be entertaining. I mean, if you got your Warriors and Bucks uh, NBA finals, that would be entertaining. But the mere fact that, you know, you totally dismiss, you know, some things, it baffles me. But... Those are your picks and those are your decisions. 
And it's cool, man. You know, you have a right to speak those things out loud. And thank God this is documented forever and ever. And we'll be revisiting this at a later date. Especially that Phoenix Suns, that Phoenix Suns pick, which is absolutely despicable. Mm. Despicable. Okay. All right, smooth man. So that's pretty much going to wrap up everything that I had. Did you come over here with anything else on your chest that you may <laughs> or may not wanted to say before we wrap up this show i mean every week when i listen it's always something on my chest that every some hot take that comes from dedrick l hicks jr because he's here to give it to us raw and uncut but that's a lie but i ain't gonna waste too much more time on the sports stage we can have that talk off air sure and if it needs to bleed back on air then so be it Sure, sure but no sir i'm good as of right now Sure, sure. <laughs> of course. Um, no, I don't have anything else, man. You know, I'm just very happy to finally get you back in studio. You know, you're a very, very busy man uh, in high demand. Uh, it's a shame as good friends as we are. I have to get in contact with people for you to get, in, get back mm, in contact with mm. me. Um, and, you know, it's fine. You know, mm. I, I I understand it, but just know one day I ain't gonna answer the phone for you <laughs> if you keep treating your homeboy this way. One day, I got you, bro. I got yes, you, bro. sir. Uh, so shout out to Black as well, man. Calling in earlier on the show, um, we had a good time talking about it. And we would love to hear y'all thoughts and y'all opinions when you hear this back. Anything that I may have said, uh, smooth, black. Let's talk it up, man. It's always a good time when you get a chance to talk about sports, especially the game of basketball. It's just so much fun uh, to do. All right. So as always, we appreciate Smooth every time he comes by the show and uh, giving us his. Uh, how can I say this? Truth. <laughs> the truth. What is it? The truth. <laughs> OK. Every time Smooth gives us his uh, fluffy opinions. That's what I'm going to call them. We definitely appreciate that, man. Um, so we'll be back in a couple of days. Uh, today's Thursday. You're going to get another show, of course, on Sunday. And, uh, like I said, we're going to be trying to give y'all at least one show during the week. Give you that Sunday show. That's what we're going to be doing, uh, every week here at the sports desk. All right. So you guys be cool. Take care of yourselves. Remember to reduce lunch sports page on Instagram. You can find me at Deja Hicks Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Black is ENL third on Twitter and Instagram as well. If you need to reach Smooth, you have to reach me. And I will let Smooth know what you got going on. You bring it. Please, if you got heat and you got smoke, I will gladly deliver it with a red bow, beautifully tied, and put it on this front doorstep. So do not be shy if you want to kind of push back on anything my man has said today. So you guys be cool. Take care of yourselves as always, guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love, the plays, the retweets. Share this show with your friends, your pops, your moms, your aunties, your homeboys, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. It don't matter. If they in the sports, they need to be listening to the sports day. Shout out to the NPN Network as well. Shout out to Reduce Lunch. And we'll catch you guys on the very next episode of the sports desk. This reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.